The Michael K. Show. How about Dave Rothenberg, our esteemed morning show host, just trolling Eagles and Cowboy fans? Like, grow up. And then somebody answers him back on Twitter, right? And says, your wife is ugly. So Dave, with the classic comeback, goes, so's your mother. (laughs) Well, that's... um... No, wait, but hold on. That's... But I don't like that comeback. It's almost like you're saying true, but your mother's also ugly. That's not a good (laughs) call. Maybe. And and Sherry's gorgeous. That's a terrible response. He doesn't even know she's hot. Yeah, well, I mean, not if not during football season, he doesn't. Yeah, Wouldn't even notice. Believe me, he takes a lot for granted, and his family's right up there at the top of the list. The Michael K. Show on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, baby, what a day. What a day. All the football to talk about. We've got unbelievable games this weekend. Although it looks like uh, I might be done in our picks. Uh, I'm still three and a half out. That, that, That game, that... That Pittsburgh game was the killer because if I win that, then I pick up three points and I'm a, I'm a half point behind. Now I'm still three and a half back. Peter is nine and a half ahead of Don. It, it's essentially over. Well, there's uh, there's seven games left. So we can still keep our, um, just to remind everybody how we do it, or maybe you can even remind me, that we can still keep our same point system in place for this week because mm-hmm. we've got more than three games on the docket. But then when we get the championship weekend, what are we doing? Just three, a three and a two. Yeah. So there's still plenty of time, Michael. We're talking like one one game. Oh, but, 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 but let's look at it. So six, five, and six. We have 12 points left to play with. 12 points. Now, here's where it gets scary because we didn't do it this week because it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. But you don't want anybody to play four corners. So... We're going to have to submit our picks before the show, or at least before 545 on Friday, so we may double up. So there are seven opportunities and 12 available points, Michael, but there's a very good chance we might like the same teams and make it even harder for you to be able to keep up, but there's still time. There's 14 points, Anthony just said. Three. All right. so, so you're three and a half behind, and there's 14 points. It's just that the, it, the, the fact that there may be games that we both like and have equal percent uh point allocation is your your biggest fear right now but there's still time so you're giving me the champions well essentially i am but but here's the deal fun with numbers i i can't believe they they are so dedicated to this but they said that if don could pick the nfc east he'd be leading you he has missed every pick of the nfc east he's over every pick of the nfc east you would think the division that he knows the best that's been his blind spot. Here's because I was thinking about this a lot today. Crazy because we both we all had like tough weeks, but it was all the same. So basically, it's like the week didn't happen. Is it really knowledge happen. of sports or football, or is it just a? Am I deficient in just? I think I'm deficient in gambling. I think there's a there's an art to picking that I don't have. But I mean, I, I think I know football. It's just a, how much somebody's going to win by. I don't know. We because we it's, essentially we all got the lion game right. Because it's when just, you the, just pick winners like you did in the Daily News, you won. Yeah. Now that's that's a lot easier to do. I give it. I, I say that. But is is a lack of betting uh, ability to bet um, a referendum on your knowledge of the sport, or is it more to say that you're you're not very good at betting, or is it essentially uh, saying the same thing? I don't think it is. It, it might be a little of both. It's a great question. I'm not sure. I think it's a little of both. Maybe we don't know as much as we think. Because you know Peter doesn't know that much that he should be running away from well, the field. I don't want to insult people I do. having a conversation. Well, no, that's not insulting to say that I would know I would know that much more, that I, I'm that much better. 
I, I, I'm not offended by that. I think it's about not overthinking. I will say this. We spend a lot of time talking about, like, Michael has taken many shots at me on how casual I am about the picks, and he puts a lot of stock in the reading every statistic about what teams do against what. I think that, Don, does not add up to very much. Well, I'll tell you you what my problem is. There's two things that I have. I'm gutless because why why didn't I follow my original thought early in the week about the Packers? Like, why did I talk myself out of it? Because... I'm gutless because that would have been a really uh, tough pick. That would have been a strong stance strong that I wasn't pick. willing to take. I was not willing to take because I'm gutless. And and also, I, I'm sure fun with numbers could probably look this up. My problem is I, t- I take way too many favorites. I do too. I'm not I'm not a great guy with the with the underdogs. And and I think that kind of falls under the gutless category, Michael. Of because you're taking a chance. What you're saying is, I think Vegas has this wrong. And that's a, that's a tough thing to do. So it's safer to say, all right, I think Vegas is probably on to something, so I'm going to go with the, with the heavily favored team. And I, and I think that's what bit me more than anything else. Now, this weekend, you got the Packers at the Niners, you've got the Buccaneers at the Lions, you got the Texans at the Ravens, and you got the Chiefs at the Bills. Now, there's some pretty big favorites there, but you know just the way the history of the NFL will tell you, one of these underdogs is going to win. So, I mean, the most likely underdog to win because it's not it's not as big a spread as the others would be the Chiefs. So let's let's take that out and say the other three games: the Packers more likely to beat the Niners, Buccaneers over the Lions. I don't think so. Texans over the Ravens. I don't see that. I can't see Packers going to San Francisco winning. I don't think the Texans are going to beat the Ravens. So, again, the underdog that I think that has a chance to win would be the Chiefs. Right, and the spread dictates that. With, right. It was a two and a half or whatever it is, and that might even get closer. But they're, they're, they're intriguing in their own way. Like how you know the Ravens are just one of those strange teams, right? They're clearly the best team in the AFC right now, the way that they played down the stretch of the season, but – they they do sometimes let teams hang around. This Texans team got no pressure on them at all. Well, what's expected of them on Saturday? They Nothing. want a playoff game. They're in the playoffs. Nobody expected that. They were one of the worst teams in football. You know, and 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 this Texan. But then at the other end of it, you look. This is a, this is a, no offense. This is a Texan team that got blown out by the Jets. Like ah, it's so tough. This 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 year is so weird. Because every team's got some sort of a flaw, and nothing seems to go to script anymore. 49ers, they had, they had injuries, but you know, clearly they look like the best team in football. They, they lost three in a row earlier in the season. Like, who, thought, who saw that coming? Now, when you talk about you know, the Jets, it made me think of something I want to talk about. So there's a chance that Mike McCarthy, who's won 36 games in the last three years, is going to get fired. Mm-hmm. There's a chance that Nick Sirianni, I believe he's won 37 games the last, well, no, he's been only there two Was he there the year before the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think he was. Yes. So I think it's 37 games in three years. Mm-hmm. He might get fired. Pete Carroll, great co- He might get fired. Robert well, Sala has he won eight. He, he got fired. Robert Sala's won 18 games in three years. You can't do it. No chance. You can't do it. And now, but both the Jets and the Giants, here, here's my thought on them. They better be really sure 
that these are the guys they want moving forward. Because I'm going to tell you what, are you ever going to see coaches of this stature available? This stature. Bill Belichick, you can make the argument he's the greatest coach slash manager in the history of sports. Pete Carroll, he's won in college, he's won in the pros. Mike Vrabel, outstanding coach. I mean, uh, uh, when are you going to get to choose? Uh, uh, I forgot Harbaugh. He's taken the team to the Super Bowl. He's won a national championship. These are the guys that are out there. Anybody can have them. Anybody. And you're both committed. If you're committed, that's cool. But you better be right because these type of coaches might not become available again. Especially with the Giants' dysfunction with the whole wink thing, like I, 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 I take Dable's side in it, but you still have to kind of wonder. All right, you know, not getting along with his coaches, but at least he's won. He's won a playoff game, right? So you can kind of understand where the Giants are coming from. But again, sorry, Robert Sala. The best thing you could say is incomplete. There's a lot of reasons why he's had three losing seasons. But you're it's telling a generous me you're not, incomplete. You're, you're not upgrading your team. By letting Sala go and, and picking one of these coaches? And that right there, like if, if if the Jets ownership believes that Robert's the guy, then that's cool. Then he's the guy. But that's not why Robert Sala is keeping his job. Robert Sala's keeping his job because of Aaron Rodgers. So so uh, so I'd ask Aaron. Like Aaron, what's your MO here? Like what what what, what is your angle? Is it because you is it that you know that if they get one of those other coaches that they might they might get in your face a bit. No, they I might. don't think that. I don't think that's it, Don. I think well, he's worried that another coach comes in and doesn't want Hackett. That's his worry. He knows that Hackett's staying as long as Douglas and Sala are there. That's that's the issue. I mean, he's a big boy. He can get yelled at by a coach, but he needs his guy there. And I think that's a bad way to run an organization. It's just a bad way. But wouldn't now? I don't know who any of these guys would bring in as their OCs, but. If they, if you're Bill Belichick, if you're any of these coaches, wouldn't you look at it and say, "I've, I've got, I've got Aaron Rodgers for a year, maybe two, and it gives us our best chance to win right now because he's a great quarterback." Wouldn't I want him to be happy with his guy? Or, or why would I come in there and the first thing I do is fire the coach that my head, my my quarterback loves and bring in somebody that he doesn't like? But you know that, that a great head coach wants his own coordinator. I, There's I get ways it. that he wants the game called. Right. I, uh, granted, but Bill Belichick essentially is a defensive guy, right? Right. He wants to win immediately. He wants to get all those wins to be able to break the record for wins. He wants to win a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers, if he were to take the Jet job, would give the his, his Aaron Rodgers give him the best chance to get that Super Bowl. So wouldn't the best thing to do is make sure that he's comfortable and that he has his guy rather than force somebody down his throat and now maybe devalue your best chance to win? Like I would I would I understand you want to bring in your own guy. But isn't your best chance having Aaron Rodgers be happy? And it would only be for a couple of years, and then and Rodgers goes, and then you can have you want. Now, I know a couple of years is a long is is, is a long time for a seventy one year old coach in, in Belichick and a seventy two year old. Um, in, but I I just think that don't you want to give yourself the best chance to win? Doesn't give that, that give the Jets the best chance to win? Well, the Jets probably think the best chance to win is to keep everything status quo because this this put in, incarnation of the Jets never got a chance. It was four plays. You you just you just can't make a move right now though. There's just no way to make the move when when you have 
everything built around Rodgers. What do you do? Get Go out and get a coach. Get Rodgers to approve the coach. If Rodgers is in, then you're good on said coach. But you know that Rodgers is only going to be around for, who knows? It could be one year. It could be two right. years. We have no idea. It's just so hard to make a decision on anything moving forward. Now, but 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 the thing is, is that all right? Maybe they don't take the job, but isn't it worth the ask? Like you could make a phone call and say, "Bill, um, any interest in coming here?" And if he says no, okay, all right, no, at least I tried. And if he said yes, all right, would you be okay if while Aaron Rodgers is here that Hackett's the OC? No, okay. Like, isn't it worth that? Is that? Is 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 that a disrespect to Sala if you did that? Just if it to comes make a out, phone call? if it comes out, yeah, if, if it comes out, but I'll, Bill isn't going to be chirping. No, I mean, you, but you know, the, the Cubs did it. You know what? And they got right. they felt they got a better manager than David Ross. So I mean, I think that you, you have to do the best thing you you think you can do to win. That's all there is to it. I I just can't imagine you can honestly say to yourself that you're better off with Robert Sala. You could be the biggest Robert Sala fan there is. You could be Robert Sala yourself. Can you? Can Robert Sala honestly, with conviction, say, I would do a better job next year than Bill Belichick? That no. I would do a better job than Jim Harbaugh? How could, how, how could he say that? Well, he, could pro- he probably he has enough confidence in himself about Harbaugh, but you can't say that about Belichick. And I'm, I'm not advocating for Robert Sala to be fired. I'm not. That's not me. I'm just saying you can't keep a guy because of a 40-year-old quarterback that's going to be here two years. If that's the reason he's staying, then you're not examining the best way to make your team a force. Yeah, just, you're just it's, not. It's so – I hate this this phrase, but it is like typical Jets, right? That this is the year they're all, they're all available. Right. All these coaches are – it can't be at the end of Rodgers. It couldn't be before you decided to get in bed with Rodgers. It has to be now. But, but you know what's funny, though, Don? Now is the time that you could get rid of a coach that has 18 wins over three years. It's the perfect time. But they are locked in because of the Svengali that's their quarterback that has a, a, cast a spell over the entire organization. He has cast a spell. They, they voted in the most inspirational player. Play four four snaps. He's the man. He is and, the man. And I get it. So, but but I would have a conversation with him. Hey, listen, I know you love Robert Sala, but you look at these coaches that are available. I got to I got to make a phone call here. Um, are you completely married? You're telling me that if I've got a chance to get Bill Belichick, who you went on McAfee and praised, but the only thing standing in the way of getting him is we're going to have to let go, look, get look, let go of Hackett. You're convinced that Rodgers would say no way. And if he did say no way, okay, well then then you have you have that conversation. But shouldn't you have it? Hey, yeah, I know you married you the Hackett, but, but this is we're Bill saying this, Don. We don't know. Maybe they have had it. Maybe they have had that. Well, conversation. I still, I, I, you know, I love conspiracy theories. I think the fact that he went on McAfee and praised Bill came out of nowhere. It wasn't even a Tuesday. Came on twenty four hours after McAfee said he was done for the rest of the season. Comes on to praise Belichick. There had to be something there. Like to let the world know that hey, if they don't get Bill Belichick, don't blame me. I love the guy. Now let's go to the phones one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We start with Chuck in North Carolina. Hello, fellas. How you doing? Good. How are you, Chuck? I'm good, Mike. I just want to say thank you. My daughter is sixteen years. I made my daughter when I first heard your show. 
and I've been uh, listening every really wow now yes you happen to be that day flicking I like sports I'm from I'm from North Carolina Ray is my homeboy I like you know but my daughter was made listening to y'all I loved it y'all ever since y'all was the four horsemen Don Juan LaGreco GG all of them but anyway stop having a pity party stop having a pity party for Stafford please we was fans when we was 0-15 wearing bags over here Stafford had some good teams to play with, with he had good players we just couldn't win we was a bad organization we just couldn't win he's not in the t- top 10 of best Lions players but you know I'm, I ain't gonna boo the man he's alright but don't, don't have a pity party uh, I, I, I'm, I'm curious Chuck give me the 10 that are better than Staff. I mean obviously Barry Sanders Megatron. Okay, Barry. Herman Moore. Herman Moore. We had Herman Moore. Okay. We had uh, we had uh, the, Bobby the Lane. Of, Bobby Lane. Bob, we ain't going that far back, uh, you know. <laughs> but but I'm sitting. Me and you is the same age, Mike. So I could go back that way, but no. But uh, we had uh, Charlie Batch. We don't no, have a uh, minute. He's not Charlie, he's Charlie not better than Charlie Batch. Batch Stafford. 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 Oh Bro, my. He, we just had a bad team at the time. We had good players. Hey, we don't have some good quarterbacks, and they still, still didn't win. We just yeah, but, but Chuck, he was there 12, 12, Chuck, he was there twelve years, made the playoffs three times. He never had a home playoff game. This is the first. I know because we was bad. We were. I gotta tell he, you. Mike, he wasn't bad, Mike, Chuck. We, they they no, were an organization. Saying, he was he good. I, I agree, he was good, but he wasn't like like you were saying the top. Detroit players. No, he he's, was in, he's, in I'm not Chuck, he's in their Chuck, top five. He's one. He's one not of the top, the top five. Yeah, he's oh, in their Don, top five. Not the top, top five. five. You, you threw Charlie five. Batch out. You can't name five better than him right now. Can't you, do you it. Barry Alex Sanders. Harris. Go on. No, he, Herman he Moore, a, maybe. Herman Moore, maybe. We had a we had a pyramid. Brett Perryman. Yes, they, that Chuck. was the receiver. Better, That's better than Matthew Stafford. But but Chuck Matthew Stafford's going to the Hall of Fame. Yes, I understand that because of going to the Rams. I'm not saying that. No, he's no, 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 no. If he had no, stayed in Detroit, not... he would have been in the Hall of Fame. Huh. Exactly. But I'm not, y'all not listening. I'm not saying that he's garbage. I know Don ready to hang up like he normally do. No, I never you know, hung up on anybody. What... <laughs> I've encouraged others Come to on, do Don. so. I like you, Don. Come on, Don. Why don't have me call Stephen A. Smith for you? You know, Chuck, I just I just love the fact that your daughter was conceived during the show. That's right. the best thing I mean, you told us, and we thank you for the call. I to call y'all every year. I love it. Every year I try to call y'all to let y'all know that. Do, but I you never know what? Have another kid. Right now. No, no. Just hang no, up and have I'm another 60, kid right now. No, no, I'm 62. I can't have it's no more, right. man. Yeah, you can. Oh, oh, you kid could. 72. No, I'm, it's all blanks, man. It's all blanks. <laughs> it's all air. Oh, I can't answer to that. Mike, you... Mike, you know we 62 is all air, and we done and go ready to go to sleep. No, on, no, I could. Uh, you more, know what, Mike. Chuck? If Jody was uh, of the uh, of the um, opinion to do it, I could. I could definitely have another kid. Definitely. Sure. sure definitely. Could. You don't know. You think? You, what makes you think you start shooting blanks in Chuck? I don't know. I don't know what makes you 62. There, there, there are people that are 18 that are. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's been a while since since you've had that checked out. But oh no, I, I love I love Chuck. You, he couldn't name anybody. 
Who was Herman the guy Moore that made Batch? That, that was the one that got me Batch. Charlie, Charlie, no, Charlie Herman? Batch was not even good. Yeah, I mean, he was probably... Well, I mean, we didn't even use Bobby Lane. Uh, I mean, that that's a great player. Yeah, but if I can't go in, and he's like, he won't let us, so what, over the last how many years? I don't know, but even if we opened it up to everyone... Would Alex would, Harris be better than Stafford, or was he I just a good actor? He was a, you know, listen, he was a good actor, but I don't he was know. A good I, player. I didn't see him play. He was a good right. player. I don't know if he was... Uh, listen, I could confidently say Barry Sanders and maybe Herman Moore. And but I'm, not even, I'm not even confident and to say definitely Herman Moore. Megatron. Megatron is oh, better than Herman Moore. No, of no, course. Megatron is. He included Megatron. Yeah. All right, but that's, that's, so that's three. So we've got Safford at four, and he starts throwing in Charlie Batch and Perryman. I mean, who else? William Gay. I mean, there's a lot of good players, <laughs> but nobody is good as him. Matthew Stafford. I'm trying oh, yeah. to... They're 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 kind of one of those franchises, right? I mean, you struggle to get to like like name twenty in the past. Like they were, not, that's not you know one playoff win in sixty something years. I mean, it's oh, tough. Jacob just gave me one, Billy Sims. It's close. Listen, Billy Sims. Billy was Sims amazing. was a great college player, but he was a real was, was really good in the good, NFL. Very good NFL. But player. he's not he's not Matthew Stafford. What about the great Jason Hansen? <laughs> Um, hell of a, a kicker. He was, he was a hell of a kicker, right? St. John's playing Seton Hall tonight. Big game, one that Rick Pitino's been looking forward to, but St. John's just announced that Rick Pitino will not coach tonight due to COVID. Hmm. Uh, interesting one to throw at you, Don. How about Indomitian Sue? I still would go with Stafford. Sue didn't well, – listen, Sue bounced around after his time, in the, but he caused a lot of problems there too to kind of balance it out, right? Suspensions. No, Stafford's in the top five. James J. um, on X or Twitter said, I need Don to start a one-off podcast miniseries called Hair Care with Don. That main is fire, and I'm very jealous. Don, what are your hair secrets? Matter of fact, I've gone without product now for like three months. Wow, look at that. Is that cost-saving, or you just decided you don't want to? I ran out, and I just haven't had the desire to get more because I like what I got. I like what's going on. Beautiful. You, you like it? You you look terrific, and you complimented me before the show. So I, I think you're a, Cause a I, cause splendid person. The thing is, just to, just to give a little, I noticed things. I noticed you had a haircut last week. I noticed you have new glasses. I'm your I'm your husband of Jace. <laughs> yeah, Don. Just Wouldn't that be wife show. of Jace? I don't know, Peter. What's politically correct? I think it's husband of Jace, right? Because why couldn't yeah. you get married? Well, no, you'd only be husband. How Don wouldn't become your wife? He'd become your husband. That's in true. theory. Now, now, Don, but Michael, we get on the call. Michael's just wearing a sweatshirt, and Don's like, "You look great today." But it's a fire sweatshirt. What is it? it says New York on it. Why is that so fire? It just looks great. In his opinion, it's fire. But there's nothing. I don't know why he feels to use that vernacular. But well, that's what the 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 listener. So I just I piggybacked on a cool word. Well, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm really in the position to judge today, and, and all of my football opinions should be up at least 30% today, given that I'm dressed for the Manicast. You know when the quarter zip goes on, you just got to sit back and respect it. You so know that I mean? was the last Manicast yesterday. They've slowly but surely gotten rid of guests. They had two yesterday. It's better without guests. Bruce Arians and uh, Ray Lewis. It's the right way to go. Them just sitting there talking football is better. 
Hey, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL Playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the Playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. One of the best matchups of the weekend is Bill's Chiefs, with Buffalo currently as a slight favorite. Plus, everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay for every playoff game day. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code EMPIRE. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code EMPIRE, E-M-P-I-R-E. The crown is yours. You must be 21 plus and physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at Sportsbook. DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to give away another box in the Superbox Bonanza a little bit later in the hour. Uh, This is off the beaten path, but I think it has to be said. If you're at home right now, or if in the car, you should pull over and Google Joan Collins from yesterday's Emmys. Did you see this, Peter? No. She's 90 years old, and she looks like she's 55, 60. Mm. Like, if, if Joan Collins came up to me tomorrow at 90, right? And said, and, and, and Jody wasn't in the picture, would you like to do it on the day? I said, let's go. Let's do it. Really? It's it's un- it's like it's she's a vampire. Beer. I'm looking at it now. Don, is it unbelievable? It's like she's a vampire. I mean, look, I'm looking up right now. Joan Collins Emmys. There's no shot that. He would ask me. Andy. Just look at the video, Peter. All right. I'll look it's a 90 year old woman. Yeah, this is this is where I thought we were going today, but I'm I'm ready. Did you see it? I'm looking right now. What do you have dial up? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I, I didn't know where to look. I'm looking on Twitter now. Yeah, she looks she looks great. She's ninety. She's a she. That's a very yeah. That's a very strong ninety. All right, color very Peter unimpressed, Michael. Yeah. You just so uh, I mean, listen, I can tell that she's an old lady. She's oh old my, lady. Oh, that's she's not, not in oh, okay, but she's not ninety. She doesn't look like she's ninety. If you had to guess okay. how old she is, there, what would you guess? Like seventy-two, sixty-nine. What would you guess? No, I wouldn't guess seventy-two or sixty-nine. I'd be higher than that for sure. Oh really? my goodness, you're out of your mind. Yes. See, I told you, completely unimpressed. I'd go. I'd go. I don't know, late seventies. That's you're, still pretty good. That's still a 15-year uh, bargain. No, she she looks like she's in her 60s. Wow. Michael, what talk about just completely wasted on Peter. Wow. Really? Um, Michael Farber told the story on Jeff Perlman's podcast. I think it's a great story. Elvis Presley was at a Memphis-Southman game, which is in the World Football League. You remember that, Don? Sure. And a server came over and asked him if he'd like anything. He said, yeah, I'd like a pizza. The server leaves and comes back with a pizza for him after 45 minutes. He rips into her and she leaves silently he doesn't take the pizza the owner turns to elvis and says i don't know where she got the pizza we don't have any pizza in the stadium i I suspect she left found a pizza parlor and paid for it with her own money came back and gave it to you and you just aired her out 
Elvis was very apologetic, asked for her name and address so he could apologize. The next day when she woke up, there was a brand new Cadillac in her driveway. <laughs> That's a nice uh, apology. Pretty good apology, right? I believe the Memphis Southman had um, Larry Zonka. Look at you. See, he, that's why, Peter, you always say this is why he makes the money. He just took it the next step. He always does. Um, Nixon and the Magic yesterday. Nixon was a game. Ugh. Now, um, a story that came out of this game. Now, I, I had already gone on the football game. I watched the first half of the game. Then I, I went on to the football game. And so I've watched the video of people saying that, you know, um, Randall missed two clutch free throws and that he didn't get back on defense and he was like just wandering around. I watched the tape 10 times and I don't see it. He got back on defense. The ball was nowhere near the man he was covering. It, it, wasn't, it, it wasn't ever nowhere near. It was on the same side as him and he didn't drop down at all. It was near him. But I mean, it seems like people don't want to love this guy. Like they booed him. The guy's had I agree. an unbelievable season, and it's like nobody wants to love this guy. I that, that, I agree with both. I didn't think his effort on that was great, but I totally agree. He's completely underappreciated. Everyone is so quick to find a reason to jump all over him. I don't know how many all-star teams, how many times he has to be second-team all-NBA. The, the guy brings his lunch pail to work every day and goes hard, and if there's a moment or an opportunity to crush Julius Randle, Michael, they, they love it. And he was asked about it after the game. He said, you know what? I'm hardened to it. It's It's fine. He goes, they, they'll, the, one day they'll chant MVP, the other day they'll boo. Why the love-hate with it? Also, the Knicks didn't lose because of that. The Knicks lost because Brunson missed a second straight game. Got a bad calf. Now, Deuce McBride has played well, but he's not Jalen Brunson. You take your point guard out of the equation, you're going to have a hard time beating a team that's a pretty good young team in the Orlando Magic. But, okay, let, let's say I move over to your side a little bit more, Peter, and say All that right. you know he didn't give everything. It became like a point of emphasis that he loafed. It wasn't loafing. He was it, clearly, it wasn't egregious. You, watching it a few times, Michael, you could see he he definitely is about missing those two free throws. He was oh, he's a powder. He's a powder. He, he, he was pouting down there. He just was getting back. He had his back to the play. He kind of fell back in and just seemed completely disinterested now did it affect things the ball wasn't really in his vicinity but he just did not look engaged because he took the two losses with him down the court i mean the two misses that that was the problem like you could say it's loafing but i think more of it was pouting which you can't do but egregious when i because i was with you i was on the game so I, i i didn't see it live i was expecting a lot worse considering the criticism he was getting on social media 1-800-919-3776. 1-800-919-3776. Matt in Stony Brook. Matt. I uh, hope I'm not taking you too far off topic. I bet you never expected this many Lions calls um, oh, in ESPN it, New York. Let's do it. Well, so so I'm a lifelong Lions fan, born and raised in New York, and I was at the game Sunday night. It was a dream. Literally, my best friend and I have been friends, uh, have been fans our entire lives. That game was everything we needed it to be. And... Booing Stafford, you're not going to find a bigger Matthew Stafford fan than the two of us that went, and we booed him. And it was much less about him than it was about what that game meant to every Detroit Lions fan, every member of the city of Detroit. It was just bigger than Matthew Stafford. No, I get that, Matt, but here's what I want to ask you. 
sure. That game was gigantic. You could hear it. It came through the screen. The, 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 the crowd was so into it. I loved it. I mean, it's it's probably the best eight days in the history of Detroit sports, with with Michigan winning, uh, or Michigan sports, and then Detroit the, the lot. So, but why boo his family? Why boo so, him at the beginning? Uh, so to respond to that, I would just say I wouldn't take the example of a few knucklehead nozzle fans. That's true. To represent the entire fan base, because the entire fan base loves that man and. And his family, because they grew up here. You know, he he came into his own as a member of the city. He gave so much to that city, and really, um, I don't I don't think it was booing his family so much. I think it was, we love you. Today is not your day, and the Rams come to Detroit next year. I guarantee you, they're going to give him a standing ovation. Mm. That game was just that mission for the Lions and that city was way over him coming back. He was standing in the way oh, of a I, moment I, I, that see, we've been waiting for for 30 what's years. It's weird, Matt. I get that. Like, I, mm-hmm. I get that it, it's it's over. The trade's over. He's a former Lion. It's about Goff. It's about the current team. So, so why boo him? I can understand a general disinterest, but you wouldn't have booed him if it was any other quarterback. You wouldn't have booed their quarterback like that. So why why get on him? And also, it, Matt, it's you're not saying, the story anymore. You're saying a couple of people. You know, Kelly Stafford has a podcast, and she said that her daughters were crying. Her six-year-old daughter, the six-year-old daughter was crying, and she had to say, no, they're booing mommy. They're not booing you girls. So the boo- it wasn't just a couple of people that, that well, set little girls to be crying when they were standing on the field. Right, and, and I, I don't endorse that behavior. I, you know, I, I don't endorse nozzles like that. I think that's ridiculous behavior. I think that's fans being fanatics. Um, as far as why I booed him, it was, I think, more to show the support for Goff. Um, and that was, I think, the tenor of the fans around me had the same attitude. It was not so much like we've turned the page on you. We still love you, but this is our guy now, and we have we are in a place where we have not been for thirty years, and he needs all the support we get. You'll yeah. have your day when you come back when you're but well, gray I mean, and you're, retired. You're the second caller. That's how do we how do we know for sure? I mean, just, just because you and we thank you for the call. Just because you actually, you know, want to support Goff doesn't mean that you have to hate Stafford. Yeah, that's what I don't get. I it's mean, it's not he, one or the other. It's not you know you can't like cheer for Stafford and and that means you hate Goff. I mean, listen, I, I'm all for booing Goff. Do do you know Don and Peter that they cheered when he got hit and had to be taken into the tent? That's good. Yeah, that 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 caller is trying to explain um, the behavior of the fans because he's a fan, and and I understood everything that he was saying, but I just I I don't agree that that, that in order to show support for Goff and the lines, you had to boo Matthew Stafford and then boo the fact that he's going to the into the ten after getting hit. No, there was something weird about the whole thing, and and I know I I got a, a text off the air from Gary Myers an article he wrote at the time saying that Stafford did request the trade. But it was time. Yeah, and I think everybody agreed no, it was but time. He didn't, he didn't demand a trade. He not went demand. to the owner and said, right. you know, maybe it's best if we both part ways here because yeah. this team's not going anywhere. Right, exactly. It was, it, And again, it, it's so funny how you want to perceive it, right? Like, it, how is it any different than what Ray Bork did in Boston? 
Hey, it's time. Trade me. Trade me to a contender. I can't win here. And the city of Boston rallied around Ray Bork that when he won the cup with the Colorado Avalanche, they were putting up billboards congratulating Ray Bork on his cup. Like, and then Matthew Stafford does it, and he gets destroyed. Like, I don't understand the logic of how one city that loves their team can completely support a guy, and then another city that loves their team can hate the guy. They did this. They did the same thing. Yep. Ian Begley reporting that Josh Hart is listed on the injury report as having tendinopathy in his left knee. It's commonly referred to as jumper's knee and is defined as inflammation in the patella tendon. The second they can't have nice things. Like the second things are getting hot. Brunson gets hurt. Randall's getting destroyed. Hart now can't go. What is going on? Not what you want, not what you want, but you do want this. It's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. This year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Uh, Don, what number was Ray Bork? 77. Be caller number 77 right now. I should have lied and said 7. At 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the new Tullamore Dew Honey. I knew it was high, so if you said 7, I know you were lying. (laughs) I mean, I'm not, not enough that credit much given to me. Uh, not no, enough Peter. credit given to me beating Don with the 77. Good job, Peter. Thank you. I'm very proud of you, Peter. You're, you've picked up your game. Thank you. Thank you. Really something else. And I think I, I know why. Why? You've gotten some better help. Oh, boy. This is a better help commercial message. It is the time of the year for resolutions. But consider what are some of the things you want to keep the same about yourself or your life in 2024? Uh, where are you already winning in life? Think opposite New Year, New You. Expand the good in you. Build on your strengths and talents. Sure, create some positive goals. We can all be more organized. We can all improve on many things. Maybe we want to see our family and friends more. Get some more rest, better sleep and exercise. All these different things we can work on. And BetterHelp is here to encourage you to make a point to adapt positive coping skills, create healthy boundaries. BetterHelp wants to empower you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, it's convenient, it's flexible, and suited to your schedule. Complete a brief online questionnaire and get matched to a licensed therapist. You can always change therapists at no cost. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Peter today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Peter. Peter Rosenberg here to tell you about my friends over at Bath Fitter. They remodeled my bath, did an incredible job. They customized it for my needs. The process was easy. One expert installer, done in a day, no demo, no mess. And Bath Fitter is a permanent, high-quality solution with a lifetime guarantee. Three million happy customers like me. For a limited time, get 0% interest or save 500 bucks on a complete Bath Fitter system. Start designing your bath today like I did at bathfitterdesign.com. There's only one Bath Fitter. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. The Point God. You have made no good points, Peter. You're so right, Michael. I think you made some salient points. Yeah, because you're an ass. 
Both the Jets and the Giants, they better be really sure that these are the guys they want moving forward. Because I'm going to tell you what, are you ever going to see coaches of this stature available? Bill Belichick, you can make the argument he's the greatest coach slash manager in the history of sports. Pete Carroll, he's won in college, he's won in the pros. Mike Vrabel, outstanding coach. Harbaugh, he's taken the team to the Super Bowl, he's won a national championship. These are the guys that are out there. Anybody can have them. If you're committed, that's cool. But you better be right because these type of coaches might not become available again. And it looks like they're committed. I mean, I think the Giants should be more committed than the Jets. The Jets thing is convoluted because the guy who's making them commit is has been here one, one year and four plays. It, it is a marriage that I've never seen. I've never seen the, the, the solid nature of this marriage. It's like they've been together for 20 years. The Jets have given their soul to Aaron Rodgers and everything Aaron Rodgers believes. Because there's no way Aaron Rodgers would play for the Jets next year if Nathaniel Hackett was not the offensive coordinator. So he'd retire? No, he'd he'd say, I want to go somewhere else. Where'd he go? I'm sure there'd be some place that would take him. People dream. They dream on talent. So, but now it would go on record that he didn't want to play for Bill if it was Bill Belichick and and Nathaniel Hackett was let go, that he would rather retire or ask for a trade that the Jets don't have to grant them. So it's basically, it's not really the Jets' fear of Rodgers leaving. It's the fear of Rodgers being unhappy. Right, because he'd be silly to leave because he gave $35 million back this year. And next year and the year after, he makes big money. So, but... so you're telling me that, that he's that married to Nathaniel Hackett that he wouldn't want one of the greatest coaches in the history of football? Yeah, or I believe Pete so. Carroll, who went to back-to-back Super Bowls and won one of them. Uh, do you think that conversation was even had, or are they just even afraid to have it? Well, listen, he said he's a, he said he's a fan of Sala, so let's not I even rock afraid, the boat. It's a great question. I think they're afraid to have it. Uh, that's what I. That's what I think. But then when you see him go on McAfee and, and, and have all the praise on Bill, like I would, I would make the phone call the second he got off the air. It's like, you're praising Bill. Do you want us to go get him? Because we will. We'll make the phone call. I, I, but, I, I, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it's just like, let's, let's not rock the boat. He's happy here. He wants to be here. He loves Nathaniel Hackett. So we'll oh my go with Robert. Well, yeah, and it would make total sense. Think about it, Don. Wouldn't it make total sense to uh, essentially what you're saying, go with Nathaniel Hackett over Bill Belichick? I think it makes sense, yeah. You know what? I, I, why, would, why would you even consider Belichick when you have the access to Hackett? Let's go to Rob in Long Island. Robbie. You know, I got to tell you, gentlemen, first of all, it's a pleasure getting on the air talking to you. Uh, and Brunson was the reason why they didn't they didn't win there the, the, yesterday against uh, Orlando. Uh, I'm listening to you guys, and, and as a Giant fan since 1968, 63 years old, Michael, I went to the old Yankee Stadium where you, games weren't on TV. Okay, so I saw what it was really like going way, way, way back. I am a Giant fan, and how you're saying that Bill Belichick should go to the Jets? He's a Giant. He loves the Marys. I you talk about Dable, and you tell you about I have passion here. So hear me out. Dable is fifteen, eighteen, and one with a split record in in the playoffs. He got mm-hmm. blown out after the Eagle game. He has six minutes to prepare, and he loses forty to nothing game one. He gets an F this year with the nonsense going on with Wink. I don't know what went on. But, but, but one, one second, though, Robert, was this this. Uh, 
Bill, Bill Parcells is a giant at heart. He, 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 but Bill Parcells is 80 years old. No, 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 no. But he went to the Jets. Yeah, okay, I get you. He's not, he's not, he hates the Jets, Belichick. But I don't want to talk about the Jets. I want to talk about why he belongs to be a giant. He loves the Marys. Dayball, you say, oh, he's a, we got a great position there. I got a guy who's two years a coach. He had a horrible year this year. He had a good year, surprised everybody last year. Bill comes in, the free agents come. Dayball's expendable. Every New York Giant fan will say, oh, my God, he's coming back home. He'll clean up the act. And if he doesn't clean up the act, isn't it worth us as Giant fans to can this guy, Dable, who seems to be a little bit of a problem right now, when you could clean it up, get Bill in here, finish his career, and basically rebuild for two to three years, get this team in the right order. I was there for the plane. I was there for the ticket burning. I saw the fumble. I know the giant history. Right. We're not having George Young again. He's not around. And there's no P. Roselle giving the Giants a break so you could get George Young. This is the one time, last chance, Mara, if you don't do this in two years from now, you're going to regret well. this. Because Dable's going to be gone. The Giants are right now in the sewer. No QB. No defensive coordinator. How can you say they're in a good spot? How can, how can you say that? I'm clueless well, when I listen to you guys. Oh, well, he said, well, we, we said they're in a better spot than the Jets are with their coach. But, they, but, Rob, I love the passion, but they already said last week, according to reports, they're not interested in Bill. So why are we going to scream into the night? They're not going to do it. We had... We had um, Ian O'Connor on who said that they should make the phone call, but they won't. The Giants aren't going to be interested. So, but the Jets, I, I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't make the phone call. But the Giants look and, like they wouldn't do it. And Rob, thank you for the phone call. The the fact uh, we we keep saying that Belichick hates the Jets. It, it's come out Belichick didn't have a problem with Woody Johnson. Didn't even know him. He had a problem with Bill Parcells hovering over his shoulder after Parcells had made fun of him. Because he had failed as the Browns coach. He made fun of him in front of, front of players. And that was why there was that, that cold period between yeah. the two of them. He did not want Parcells in that nebulous role above him. So he said, I want out. Right. But, nothing well, to do with the Jets. But also, I think he, well, he certainly had a problem with Mangini taking the job. But I don't think he was thrilled that they were going right. after Mangini either. So I don't know if he, at this point, I think he would, if the Jets were on the verge of winning a Super Bowl, I think he would find a way to get through it. And also Rob just said they don't have a quarter. If they don't have a quarterback, why would Bill Belichick go there? He wants to win. Yeah, He's got to win 15 more games uh, he wants listen, to win a Super Bowl. I would Bowl. love it. I would I, I, Honestly, I would love it as a Giant fan. I understand his passion, but it, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to happen. Guys, tell me I'm wrong. That guy, he, really knowledgeable. Lots of yelling, voice cracking, New York accent. He, they could hire him on the fan next week. I could see evenings starting next week for that. Well, he sound he, he definitely sounded like Beningo. There, there was a there was a lot there was something there. No, yeah, absolutely. You know what else is there? Don's going to tell us about BetMGM before we go to ENN. Well, hockey season is here, and it's time to take the ice with BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM has you covered with countless betting options for hockey, including same-game parlays, props, teasers, live bets, and so much more. With a new and improved app that makes betting faster and easier than ever, and special offers for Ranger fans all season long, it's no wonder BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. If you love hard-hitting hockey action, you're going to love wagering at BetMGM. Download the app and take the king of sportsbooks with you wherever you go. Light the 
lamp with BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of Madison Square Garden and the New York Rangers. BetMGM.com for T's and C's must be 21 plus to wager. New York and New Jersey only. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, help is available. In New Jersey, call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 878-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. In 2024, you get more at Ramsey Mazda, more selection, over 750 new vehicles available, and more savings like a new 2024 Mazda CX-5 starting at $29,942. Award and five-star overall safety rating by the NHTSA. Visit RamseyMazda.com for award and safety details. Get more in 2024 at a new Mazda from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.